Thanks for tuning in. You are now listening to the Sports Card Lessons Podcast with your host, Ken Cairns, a weekly sports card podcast with lessons he's learned in the hobby and life lessons he's learned along the way. So sit back and relax. There won't be a test. The only thing being graded is the cards. You are now on with Ken. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Sports Card Lessons Podcast with me, your host, Ken. I'm a retired teacher documenting my hobby journey here on the pod, finding teachable moments to share with all of you along the way. Don't forget to hit me up on social media, on Instagram, at sportscard underscore lessons. Hit the follow button. And you can also find me on YouTube by searching Sports Card Lessons. If you like what you hear, please like, subscribe, and most importantly, tell a friend and spread the word. How is everyone doing today? So last weekend was supposed to be quiet weekend, no shows, right? Show seemed like we're going show after show, weekend after weekend. It was going to be a quiet weekend, um, and I ended up making my biggest hobby deal to date. And um, I'm going to get into that a little bit later on the deal of the week. But uh, yeah, it was it was nothing but quiet. Um, and of course, not having a show, had lots of things planned, uh, even had a had an all day graduation uh, to be at on Sunday. So Saturday was was just a huge day for me, uh, a hobby day anyways. And we'll uh, we'll talk about that a little later. First, um, I just want to put this out here. Uh, I know I make mistakes. And I appreciate, I, I really do. And this is absolute honesty. I appreciate when you guys just drop me a line and say, hey, you know, the last couple of weeks, you know, I, a few weeks ago, I referred to national as nationals with a, a, using it as a plural. And someone hit me up and said, hey, it, it's no S, just national. Uh, and this last weekend, um, you know, when I started the, uh, the episode, I referred to it as autograph best and uh i shortened it up the whole rest of uh last week's episode i called it auto fest and and uh thanks for the correction and what i do i mean i'm new to the hobby and 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 i'm always learning i mean that's what this is all about and uh you know if i make mistakes i appreciate you guys just throwing something out there this way i know i learn something new every week and i try to i try to learn something especially in the hobby um i try to learn something new every week uh, and the other thing, there was a lot of comments on the dollar boxes doing away with the dollar boxes. And, and I'm not saying that, that they're useless, uh, because, you know, yes, yes, yes. There is a lot of value in those dollar boxes. I found when I was started the local shows, um, I did pretty well on those dollar boxes, but I also had a ton of football rookie cards. So I ripped a lot of boxes a lot a lot of football like the the don russ and uh stuff like that so i filled these cards in so so i did sell a lot of those cards um and i'll probably do that again next year um but i, I guess the point i'm trying to make when when i'm at these larger shows like autograph fest uh when i'm set up with people like jay from Mo, mojo sports tyler from santiago tyler 
from Santiago Sports, Rob, sports card therapist, Nick from the Slab Exchange, Sharon from Black Jaded Wolf. You know, I, it's an opportunity for me as a teacher to become a student. I observe everything they're doing. I want to see what makes them successful. I want to see what brings all the people to their table. And, and one of the things I find with all these people I just listed, they don't have all these extra boxes. They just have cases and it's full of fire and people are coming to look and they know that they know these people, they come show after show and they know when they show up and they see them at a show, they know when they get to their case, it's going to be full of fire. And that's kind of the lane I want to be in. I want to, I have this great opportunity um, for being so young in the hobby to be able to set up and rub elbows with all these people. I love to be able just to observe them, see what makes them successful and take those pieces of what makes them successful and get it to work for me. Figure out how, how is it going to work for me? How am I going to become successful? What parts of their success can I emulate? And what parts that I can emulate because certain things that people do, it's about the person has nothing to do with the table, has nothing to do with the cards. It has to do with the person themselves. So there, there, those are the things that I try to observe even more to see what makes that person successful. What draws people to that person? Is it, is it something on their table or is it the person themselves? So if it's the person themselves, I can't take that away, but I can observe it and see what makes them stand out, right? But as far as their table and what they're doing and what their kind of business practice is, I can emulate that. I can work from that. I can learn from that. And moving forward, that's if I'm going to be with these people, I want to I want to be able to, to be right in there. I want people to come and show up and see want to come see me, want to come see, you know, sports car lessons and say, Hey, this guy's got fire in his case. And I want to, I want to get there early to get an opportunity to buy some of that. So that that's kind of where I want to be. So I'm not necessarily, I, I, I just want you to know, I'm not poo pooing the dollar boxes. I know there's a ton of value in that. Uh, and I recommend it. I mean, in my earlier shows, I talked about the soup box and anyone getting started. I think that's just an unbelievable way. If you, you can get people to stay at your table long enough to be going through this and you can start talking to them and talking to them, um, you find out what people are looking for. Like people show up and they'll start going through. And if you make a conversation, they'll start saying, do you have any of this? Do you have any of that? You know, sometimes that's good information. Sometimes it's not. Right. So early on, a lot of people were asking uh, for UFC cards. They'd come up and I'd say, OK, so UFC. So I invested in UFC. I bought some boxes. I ripped them. I put the UFC uh, in, in, in my soup box, but I never sold any. I sold very, very little. And I thought, oh, OK, there was a mistake I learned from that, you know, there's only certain cards in the UFC that people are looking for. But when you get to like a Don Russ where all those rated rookies and I had a whole row of rated rookies, I sold a ton of those rated rookies. Um, so yes, there's definitely value, definitely value in those, in those dollar boxes. It's just not the lane I want to be in at this time there. I, I I'm, I want, I'm going to say this, that I am still going to have a discount box on my table and probably one other box because I noticed, um, there was certain wrestling cards. Now I have wrestling cards in my case and I still do. Uh, but there was certain base wrestling cards that, that people really 
we're really looking for. So I've been really at this time, just kind of, you know, going through eBay and Facebook marketplace and things like that, looking for these cards that I can buy them and put them in my box because there's good value in them. If I can find enough, I'm going to set them up on the table because I know I can sell them. I know people will buy them. Um, so yes, there's definitely value in, in those boxes. Uh, I, I, I don't want you to think I'm, I'm saying there isn't. Um, I went to a local show this weekend. That's how my Saturday started. Uh, I went to a local show. Um, I took some of my stale slabs. I was hoping maybe I could trade up and it was all, all football, little UFC, but it was all football. I was hoping maybe I could trade up or sell some. So I went in there, you know, uh, just as a, just, just walking around, seeing some dealers saying, Hey, are you buying? Are you interested in these? Um, couple things that uh because i haven't been to a local show in a while I, I think it's been three months since i've been to a local show so i went to the local show and there was like no football i mean i went from case to case to case and that's kind of how i work a show uh, especially the the local shows that are smaller i will walk around and i will look to see what everybody has i'll listen to see what people are saying to other people you know what I just listen and observe and I, and I'll walk the whole show and then I'll come back again. And I kind of make a game plan from there, but there was, there was no football. It was mostly baseball. You know, um, there's a lot of, there, there was, there was a little bit of basketball. Um, and I'm going to talk about bat. you know, get maybe getting into basketball a little bit later too, but there was really no football. And, and I talked to a couple dealers that I knew and they're like, wow, it's weird to see you on the other side of the table. And of course, I have my little backpack. And they're like, you have you bring cards with you? And I'm yeah. They're like, well, let me look at them. And they went through them. And they're like, yeah, really not sure on football right now. I really don't know where football is going right now. Um, so people were kind of holding off on on the football. Um, and I really didn't pull them out to um somebody I didn't know. I didn't put the present the cards to somebody I didn't know because I really got the feel in the room that football really wasn't happening in that room. Uh, even the higher end stuff, there was really no higher end stuff uh, of football in that room. So I really didn't spend a lot of time in the room. But after I left and I was driving home, um, and this really sparks from a conversation that I had a day or two earlier with uh, Rob, sports card therapist, just saying, talking to me about starting to add some basketball uh, to my collection, whether it's my PC or, or, you know, possibly in my in my cases. And now now is the time to buy because the prices are down right now. So I'm really just trying to start to do research on basketball because I the only basketball I really ever watched in my life was just the NCAA tournament. Uh, I've never, I've never really watched NBA basketball. I don't follow the players. I never did. Um, so really I'm going to come, come at it from looking just for certain players, right? So give me a list of players or let me make a list of players who I, who, other people. Now I really have to rely on the people who are closest to me in the hobby. Who are the guys to get, you know, should I be buying, you know, like a LeBron James, somebody who is just, you know, you know, already established, he's already a goat or should I be buying some of these rookies and putting them away? So just trying to figure out what, what I should be doing and how I should be buying basketball. Um, and just 
just trying to get a lot of information right now, just to make kind of make a smart investment. Um, I started this with soccer, so I didn't do much with soccer, but I started with soccer and I, and I talked about it last couple episodes that I, almost every show I seem to be buying, you know, uh, a soccer card of, you know, a well-known that's PSA 10, uh, just to put in my case. Um, I, I mean, if you look behind me, the whole bottom row, though, that's all soccer right now. And they're all PSA 10. There's one ungraded card there, but the rest are all PSA 10. And, and this is what I'm doing. Just, just buying people that I'm hoping that the values will go up. Um, but as I buy the player or before I buy the player, I research the player and I have, a, I have, you know, a lot of people close to me that I can rely on and just say, you know, who should I be looking for? Who, who are the plays? Who are the chase car, you know, the chase people, things like that. So this is what I look for. And when I don't go looking for it, but when you're at the show, people are always coming with soccer and I have my little list my mental list of who I should be looking for. So when I see these cards come out, I'm like, Oh, okay. Let, let, let me, let me look the comps up on this and see if this is a, something I can make an investment in. Uh, so that's what I've been doing with soccer. And, and I hope to start doing it with basketball. And one thing I know at the show is that people come to the table, tons of basketball. And to this point I've been saying, cause I'm set up next to, next to my guy, Rob, I'd say, Oh, he's the basketball guy. And he makes a lot of deals, a lot of basketball deals he does with these cards. And he continues to tell me there's a lot of value in these basketball cards. And if you look at sales that, you know, the, uh, of the top 1% of the cards, the basketball cards are selling much higher than the football cards. So again, another reason uh, why I should, probably get into basketball a little bit. Um, one other thing I want to say too, and people ask me about getting started. I, I get a lot of great, great emails or, or messages uh, on Instagram, you know, people who are just starting out, you know, and th they ask me a lot of questions. Like if you, if you went back, what mistake, you know, did you make that, you know, you would, you, you, you could have, uh, avoided and, you know, to getting from where I started to here, what did I think was the most, I contribute the most success to, to, to where I started to how fast I moved, moved in the hobby to this podcast and everything. And, and I really want to say, I, I'm going to stress the importance. And I know this is very difficult very difficult and very few people I see in that I go out to all these shows that I see this, but how, what an unbelievable blessing it, it has been to have a show partner, uh, in Rob being able to, uh, travel to these shows set up together. Um, it's, it's just so great to have a partner to do this, to do this with. And when you go, like we bounce ideas off each other, we're always talking about things. And even like, you know, like I'm just talking about the basketball, this is just that one conversation we had where he would say, Hey, you really should start making an investment in some basketball. The prices are right. And if you look at the market and what, you know, what's selling and you know, what's selling high. So these, just, just these little things to be able to go there. Now he knows people. I know people. We bring bringing these people together. Um, I, I I just think the importance of a show partner has just been probably one of the best things for me, um, because it, it's almost to me it's almost like a hobby hack, right? And you and and you hear people always talk about hobby hacks all the time, but to me to have um, 
to have somebody that I can travel with, that I can set up with, that I can trust and rely on and say, hey, watch my table, or I'm going to go do this, or I'm going to go do that, or just even getting to a show and helping to set up and, you know, you bring the stuff in, I'll park the car, that type of thing. I see a lot of people do this by themselves and I've done shows by myself. Um, I've gone to, you know, shows and I've done them by myself. And I just know it's just a little bit more difficult when you're doing all the work yourself and you've got to watch things and you got to, you know, leave your car out front and move in, you know, all this other stuff. So I don't know. I just think having, you know, the, if you can figure out how to get a show partner, um, I see a lot of people that, that have, partners that they just have one table or two and they just, they're just together at a table but f the way we do it to have our to separate our stuff and have our own tables but we, we still have I, you know we, i have a vehicle big enough that we can fit everything in and we can drive to new york and we can drive to new jersey and we can drive to springfield that type of thing i don't know it just makes it i think it makes it that much nicer um to be able to have a show partner uh, so um Biggest deal to date um, that I made on Saturday. Um, so, you know, I talk about my friend, Alan, from ja.sports.cards, the local card shop here in Hamden, Connecticut. Uh, he called me about a deal um, he was working on with one of his customers. Uh, there were nine cards with curtain comps around... I'm going to say just under 10 K, uh, on, uh, on the cards. Um, so he called me in, he said, Hey, look, I'm thinking about doing this. Are you interested in any of these cards? Maybe we could do something together. So, you know, we sat down, we talked a number of times. He had the cards. We, you know, he didn't have the cards, but he knew what the cards were. We looked the comps up and we went back and forth and, you know, we're, 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 we're friends from, from two different backgrounds, but I think we both have a similar business mind. Uh, and we kind of came up with the same numbers that we were comfortable with. Um, we, we kind of knew, uh, what an even division of the cards were. Um, and we talked a number of times and we said, okay, you know, when, when your customer comes back, you know, he was, it was his customer. He was going to make the deal. Um, this is this is what we're willing to do, and 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 these cards were 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 absolute bangers. And if you follow me on Instagram, you saw me post uh, some of the cards, uh, or actually the cards, um, last Saturday um, after I got the cards. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was a it was a deal that worked out for both of us, and that we're happy with. I'm so thankful and appreciative for Alan for just bringing me in on this deal. Um, again, just kind of another, another hobby hack, just knowing people in the hobby. Uh, you know, I met him only a few months ago and I think, you know, we've both been able to help each, help each other out. I've been able to help him get, get tables at some shows. He's given me some deal on cards and now, you know, he's brought me in on, 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 uh, on this deal here. And, uh, um, I recommend, you know, if you're in the hobby and you're really in it, you know, definitely get out and talk to people, get out to the local. And I'm not saying all your local. I, I, I think I'm very lucky that my local, my local guy down the street ended up being him that opened up that, uh, he's just a really great guy. Cause I, we have a few other, there's some hobby stores, uh, that I used to travel to and, 
and just not so nice and just not so friendly, you know, just which I just found unusual. How do you have a store if you're just not going to be friendly? We, you know, when people come in, you don't want to talk to them. You want to hide behind the desk and, you know, do your own thing. And I have to go keep going over and ask my, ask, ask a question. And they will walk. And I'm like, uh, it's like work going to that hobby store. And then when I went into Alan's store, I'm like, these guys were so welcoming. When I go in, Alan comes out and we hang, we talk, uh, you know, his son is there. Uh, and they have a full-time employee, Lucas, just a great guy. I mean, just, just really good people. And I've learned so much just going and just keep talking to them and seeing the cards they have and, and, you know, just became friends. And then this deal came up. So yeah, I'm just, just so thankful and appreciative for him to, to bring me in on this. Um, and I'm going to talk about the cards <laughs> that I ended up with. And if you're, if you're on YouTube, I'm going to hold the cards up. And if not, I'm going to describe them the best I can. If you're listening on the podcast, um, this is a 2020 Justin Herbert. Uh, it's PSA DNA certified. It's a PSA 10 grade on the auto. Uh, Justin Herbert is a, a select card, Panini Select. So I just hold that up there. It's an autograph card. Nice looking card. Uh, next was the 2020 origins. It's a four color patch autographed to 99. Uh, also Justin Herbert, hold that up there. Just another great card. Great looking card. Uh, next was a 2020 Panini black Joe Burrow. Uh, this is a three color patch autographed to 99. So those are two rookie patch autos to 99. And then 2017 limited Patrick Mahomes. So it's his rookie card, two color patch autograph to 149. And I'll hold that up. Now, if you listen to way back at the beginning when I talked about getting, uh, and, and this is an on-card auto too, uh, Getting a card and a break, I'll always go back to that break card because that's what drew me into the hobby. But I still have never seen the card. It's still uh, still being processed, uh, you know, through Panini. But uh, so I could say I kind of owned a Mahomes autograph card. But now I can say I definitely own a Mahomes autograph card. Uh, this is this one was to one forty nine, but just you know, just a great card. Um, I, I really don't want to discuss uh, the number that we paid for it. You know, definitely, we got it, you know, below comps, um, just because Alan owns a store, and I don't know if he would really want me to be divulging that information out there. Um, just putting it out there, just putting it out there to put it out there. But I'll, I'll just say we did get the cards under comps, and I'm really happy. Um, one thing, one thing that I'm not sure. Um, and, th and this is something I don't think anybody really knows, but with the current financial market, I mean, how's that going to affect the hobby prices? I mean, to me, I think I got a great deal on these cards and, and a lot of these off season cards you see week after week, I'm holding up. I've gotten great deals on them, but I say, are they great deals? What will the current, will the current lower comps stay low? Will they continue to drop? 
Will they will they rise for football season? Will they stay low? I mean, I don't know if these cards are going to become long-term holds or short-term flips. I mean, with the way the economy is, there's really no way to know. I think um, the next couple of shows before national is really going to, to me, is really going to kind of, you know, determine how the market is going to go. I mean, I bought a card that I bought under comps. Uh, it was the no huddle uh, Mac Jones uh, auto PSA 10 uh, that I bought under comps. And, and a couple of weeks ago, I showed you this card. I was so excited about it. That same exact card just sold this morning um, on eBay for $200 less than I paid for it. And I bought it under comps. So I'm just like, oh, man, because <laughs> I was watching that because I knew it was the same card. And I said, I just want to keep an eye on seeing where that's going to go. So so I really don't know where where, where these comps are going. I think it's just going to be an interesting, uh, interesting time. I think just these these next few shows uh, and and because if, if things are selling for less on eBay, people are going to be expected to sell them for less. But I think a lot of people, if they drop too much. I mean, a lot of people won't be able to sell them. I mean, I think it's just like the stock market, right? I, I call it strong hands, right? So, I mean, the stock market is tanked. And then, you know, I, I it tanked so much. And, of course, you know, last week, you know, I, I invested a bunch of money in the market. I'm like, this is just a great time to buy. I mean, this everything is down so low. And, you know, who knew that a week later it could go down even more? <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. So, I, I you know, and... and it, you can't sell those cards. I mean, you could sell those cards, but you I'm going to throw numbers out. If you're buying the card at $1,000 and the comp is now $500, how do you sell that card for $500? I mean, I don't. I don't need to sell that card at $500. I, I'll buy another case or, you know, build another case and put it on the wall behind me until until the it rebounds back. So it's, I think it's really going to be interesting. Um, I mean, I, I've heard people talking from that were at national last year and just talked about, you know, how crazy football was and, and the prices were way up and things like that. And in my mind, working towards national, I mean, I'm buying a lot of cards that, that I think a lot of these cards will go with me to build, you know, a solid case for national. Um, but will it be, I mean, will, will, will the sales or will people just look at the current comps and just say, Hey, you know, I understand you bought the card for a thousand, but the comp is five hundred, and that's all I'm paying. I mean, if that's the case, there may be, you know, I may come home with a, the same amount of cards I go with the national. So it's really going to be interesting, uh, and, and and I think you know it's going to be something that we're going to learn in this market and the hobby. And I've talked to people who've been in this hobby for a while, and they're, I'm asking the same question to them, and they're like, I have no idea. I mean, your guess is as good as mine. We're going to have to wait and see what's going to happen. So uh, I feel that coming into the hobby that I felt I came in at the right time for me in my life, but maybe not uh, if, in the market wise, you know, because I know the hobby had been really high for a few years and now it looks like it's it's correcting. It's dropping back much like the stock market. So I guess we're just going to have to wait and see um, if I have big deals that I can talk about, you know, because I mean, if there's cards out there that that I feel that are going to rebound the people who are goats and the prices are right, I'm definitely going to make more investments in that just 
like I did in the stock market a week ago. So, I mean, that's, that's just my, my mindset, you know, when, when, when things are down, if you've got the money, I mean, people are selling because they need the money. So if people are selling these cards because they need the money, uh, I, I'm going to be buying these cards and I'm, and, and I don't mind holding them and waiting for the market to get better. And if it doesn't, then it's something I have in my PC that I can say, Hey, look, look what I have back here and, 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 and be proud of it. Um, upcoming shows, uh, the Mohegan show, that's my next show. Um, in fact, next week, um, next week I am going to, for the show, I hope to be doing an interview, uh, with Alan from the card store. Uh, I am going to be traveling next week, uh, going to visit my daughter and granddaughters. Uh, so I hope to have, um, uh, an interview with Alan from the card store, which will give you, um, you know, I think just a good perspective. Uh, I talk about, you know, being on either side of the table at, at a card show. Uh, and now you just kind of get a look at being on the other side of the counter at, at, at your local card shop, just, uh, you know, pick his brain a little bit on, you know, why he got into it and, and what's working for him and what he sees, where he sees, uh, these cards in the market going. So hopefully I'll have that for you next week. Um, then the week after is, uh, the Mohegan show. That's a two day show. It's June 11th and 12th. Um, and then Springfield Bass is June 26th. This is the new England card show. Um, and I know there's a couple of shows now. I know Laz is, uh, He's got a June 11th show, uh, which I won't be able to make because I've already committed to Mohegan. Um, I saw that just came out and also a July 16th show. So I may or may not be involved in the July 16th, depending on my vacation schedule, but uh, definitely going to be at National in July. So we're going to shut it down here. Uh, I want to thank everyone for tuning in. And if you like what you hear, please like, subscribe, tell a friend, spread the word. Until next time, be good to yourselves and everyone around you.